Have you played with that? Yes, I have. It works. I, I, I copied, you know, a link in my Mac OS Sierra and I pasted it in my iPad and it just worked, you know, and it just, and then and the other way around also, mm. as well. So that's surprising. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised too. My, my daughter was here. Oh yeah? I, I didn't notice. She drove, she, she was driving a bus, a bus and the pigeon was driving it. So uh, that's, yeah. Don't read books, you know, forget about it. You know, um, listen to our podcast. We are smart, and uh, yeah, and just just don't read. You know, don't. I mean, and you know, you're right. I mean, audio is you know, it doesn't count. Oh, so I quit the gym two months ago. Huh? Uh, and you've been hiding this from me for two months now. You don't love me anymore. Hey, Michael. Hi, Radek. What's up? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, let's. Uh, I think we should talk about more books. I mean, it's it's what it's fifty fourth episode. We've been doing it for more than a year. It's still amazing to me. Yeah, our the podcast thing, you know, morphed from from an idea, from uh, something we wanted to do, maybe out of interest in gadgets and, and everything, now into a like full fledged podcast that runs for a year, and we talk yeah. about books recently a lot. Yeah, yeah. So for new listeners, we we talk about a lot of things, which is why we're called the podcast. We talk about technology and and rockets and productivity and you know software development, which is what we're doing. Um, uh, you know, by day, uh, and but yeah, recently we talk a lot about books because books are awesome. Yeah, and especially you know when we are, you are in productivity space like we are, uh, you get like to get this productivity bug, and not which is not on, on, only about productivity, but also personal development or self development. And we noticed mm. that when you listen to books, you can you know kill two birds with one stone because you can actually do something uh, and then read something in the same time. Like for example, you can go on a run and and, and you know jog and then listen to a great book. Uh, and the author usually speaks to your ear, so it's really good. Yeah, so so uh, it's interesting w what you did there. Uh, you like me, uh, it became like so obvious to you that books mean audiobooks that you forgot to even mention. You mean audiobooks? It's just like reading books means listening to an audiobook for me now. It's just that that's what it means. Yeah, I mean, whenever somebody gives me a physical copy of a book or. I'm tempted to download a book from Kindle, like, you know, um, or iBooks. I breathe slowly and then I'm like, no, let's see if we can do audio version, because if it's a physical book, I'm certainly not going to read it. So yeah. let's go get the audio. No, but, but, but that's quite interesting how my, uh, my knowledge and, and the things I learn and the areas, uh, where I grow, uh, are kind of determined by availability of audio versions of books on audible.com. Yeah, that's that's. And, and actually, uh, like I noticed a few weeks ago, like this is really strange. I added a bunch of books to my wish list as just to my backlog, and a a, a few of them are now like, hey, this is unavailable in your country, and and like what? What? That's strange. Hmm. Have you have you seen that? No, but it might be because I have a US account on Audible. Mm. Well, that's weird. I well, I, I guess maybe it happened because I I changed uh, my credit card to a, a US dollar credit account, but it's still a Polish card, so like it, nothing really changed. Well, whatever. So uh, I I wanted to to discuss a, a few ideas related to books in general. And like I noticed when 
I, I sometimes um, talk about books on Twitter and I'm like, hey, I just, you know, finished my 12th or 15th book this year, whatever, uh, you know, and, and, and not, not just to, to brag, but, but, but to, you know, kind of convey like, hey, people like again and again, like, look, this is how audiobooks, how amazing audiobooks are. Like, this is what what they make possible, right? And I also tend to uh, link to notes um, to the books I read on, on my site and whatnot. And so, and one criticism that I I saw is that you know when when I said okay I, I read this many books this year already, someone asked um, and someone said like why it doesn't matter why are you listening to books it's you know reading books is is this uh, ritual where when you like s- sit down with a, a physical book and, and and you read it and and like. Uh, so what that that you read this many books if if you won't get it as much out of it if it's audio uh, and like in general like he 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 suggested that it's this quantity versus quality dichotomy and 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 that there there is such a thing as reading too many books and I, I don't know what's what's your take on this um okay so if I have a choice between um, listening to a book while I'm running or why I'm walking or doing something like uh, around the house and uh, I mean something that's actually mindless so I can actually really focus on just getting the content from the book or I would have to dedicate additional time just to sit down and read uh, then um, uh, and with audio I get I don't know let's say let's say 60% of the comprehension and then with with you know physical reading I would get 80% of the phys- of the comprehension then it's a good trade-off. I'm I'm totally fine with that because what we already discussed that you know, the books are um, long. So it's like if you read a book, it's like I mean, read a book, listen to a book. It's eight to ten hours of content, usually related to the same topic. So even if you don't catch the idea at the very beginning, you know, the it's the author's job to actually convey the idea. So in the end, you actually sold on the idea, and. Um, uh, for me, you know, the, the trade-off was very simple. You know, and we, we talked we talked about it uh, in the previous uh, show. I went from two books a year to thirty. So even if they are at sixty percent instead of eighty percent, I'm great. You know, I mean, you know, I I get lots of new ideas. I get lots of new content. I get I get lots of new insights that I would never have. And if you think that you get the same insights by reading a short tweet or an article on Medium then you're mistaken because um, your mind has to be actually prepared to get an idea. And we discussed it you know, at length mm. in, in the previous, previous episodes. I think people at this, at this point in time are used to short content, you know, short books. Uh, no, I mean, I'm sorry, not short books, short articles. And they think that when they read an article on Medium, when they read an article somewhere else on somebody's blog, it's fine. But actually, <laughs> books are written for a reason. And, and books are like this curated version of of a bigger thing, you know, and and you cannot convey mm. the bigger thing in just one article. We, I mean, we, we we were talking about it, you know, the um, the how to get fat can be can be summarized in one sentence, no problem, <laughs> but it's not that easy. And even if you read an article on this, you wouldn't be conv- I mean, you wouldn't be um, convinced. So that's why I think reading books makes total sense. Uh, reading books physically, making a ritual out of it, if somebody likes it good for them 
I don't. I don't get the ritual. I, I'm not a like happy reader. I prefer consuming the content in an audio version. And for me, being able to jog and listen to an audiobook, it's like having it's like living life twice at the same time because I get I, I do something for my for my um, body and something for my mind right at the same time. I love it. <laughs> right. Uh, and I feel the same way and and we discussed this already. And to be honest, I, I don't believe in, in this thing that, oh, you get, you know, 60% versus 80% of the comprehension with audiobook versus uh, physical book. I, I, I just don't, 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 don't believe it. That's not my, uh, my experience at all. I, I feel like I'm getting, you know, more distracted when I try to read for, for long periods of, of time than when I listen. And the, I'm sure there, there's there's a part of it is um, is, per, is personality. Uh, perhaps some people are are better um, at at uh, absorbing information in visual form versus audio. Uh, I you know that's that's very possible. Um, I also think that it's partly about being used to audiobooks because I can definitely see that at the beginning when I listen to podcasts. Uh, when I started listening to podcasts, it, it, it would sometimes find it hard to keep focused. Um, but it, with time, it just you grow used to it. That hey, like you're listening to something and you pay attention to it, and also you get proper uh, headphones with which you can listen to stuff while you're, you know, uh, next to you know the street, and and you don't care. You're not distracted by it, and you don't have to, you know, damage your your ears trying to. Um, you know, to be uh, trying to be louder than, than than the cars, but so yeah, I I I don't believe that reading uh, that audiobooks um, give you less information than than paper, um, unless it's like a, a highly technical book or or, or something. Um, furthermore, I think it's important to convey that conciseness is not always a good thing, right? With books, if you're trying to get a grasp on on an idea, and it's not like a a technical thing, or it's just like a, a, a non-fiction book about like most topics that you you'd read about, right? If if you're going to get a good grasp on it, you can't compress it to an article. It just doesn't work, right? Even if you can compress the most important stuff, it won't actually change you. It won't actually influence you. You won't remember it unless you study it over and over and over again. A book. Uh, is a better medium for it, but I, I wanted to, to get get back to to the to the the core question, which is: Is there such a thing as reading too many books? I don't I don't think so. I mean, um, I'm still you know, it's not like I can read you know a book a day or something. You know, I'm not reading that, but I, I don't think it is. You know, you still have you need time to digest and everything. You know, and and for me, like the pace of reading a book a week. A book every two weeks is, is fine. It's a fine pace. And and again, I get to um, distribute, you know, the time that I'm reading, actually. So it's not like at one, you know, slop of time. Although some books are really that good that you want to you know, just listen to them as soon as possible. But um, I don't think so. I think re re when you read uh, so many books, I mean, we, we talked about it, that you get insights, you know, from different authors, insights from different perspectives, and you get to build your own ideas and your own insights which is really great and you you wouldn't have that if you wouldn't read and mm. um, there was a quote in one of the books i don't remember which one that there is a reason why you know 
all the successful people have big libraries of books <laughs> because because they read a lot because they they get lots of ideas and they get lots of uh, um i mean for example i don't read fiction because fiction i mean sometimes but very very rarely because i get different kind of uh you know uh, um entertainment but uh, but i read non-fiction and i think uh, this is my main way of 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 learning and i like learning so uh and uh, yeah I don't think you can. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I think that that's an important thing to stress that when you talk about uh, when we talk about books, we almost always mean nonfiction books because guess what? The the real world is way too interesting to waste time reading fiction books. And and obviously, if you if you enjoy it, if if uh, if that's a form of entertainment you enjoy, uh, then fine, go ahead. And and perhaps you you enjoy it more uh, reading as a ritual uh, with paper, and that's fine too. But when we talk about books, what we mean is there is so much interesting stuff about the real world and there's so much to learn about it. There's so much to understand and build your own insights on and and, and kind of build your understanding so you can work with it and you can understand it and predict it and, and build on top of it, right? Uh, you need to learn a lot. And so we want to read a lot of books and and like that's that's the key thing like even if there is such a thing as reading too many books 30 books a year is not it it's like way more way more than an average person but a book every two weeks every 12 days to be precise that's a that's 12 days per book you have 12 days to read it and process it and take notes if you have to and like think about it that's plenty of time. Yeah, totally. And and uh, another thing is that we are pretty picky about our books, so we don't read anything that comes uh, our way. Because actually, you know, we spend money on each uh, book because we buy them from Audible. So it's not like you know we get them for free or you know pirate it or whatever. No, we get them from Audible. So every book there is a credit from Audible, and um, so we are pretty picky about it. And which means that we try to choose the best books we can get. And these books, because they're by very good authors, usually have very interesting stories uh, that try to illustrate you know, the subject matter. So, as you said, these stories that they quote are very often very interesting. So even more interesting, as you said, than fiction. So, so we get to really get great stories within this, these books. And um, yeah, and if you can, you know, Radek, tell me more how you choose the books. I mean, what, what, what's, what's your criteria? Because I know that you're also very picky about which books you read. Right. Um, you're right. I am picky. I have to be picky because we live in a world of abundance. There's there's way more to read than you could possibly do in a lifetime, right? So you obviously uh, have to pick. And uh, it's also a super, super, super important idea that we keep uh, getting back to. So I'll, I'll punt you in, in, the, in the show notes to the, uh, the zero-sum yeah. game uh, episode because that's an example of a zero-sum game, right? If I can, if if I have the capacity to to read or listen to say thirty books a year, well, it's a zero sum game, right? If if I pick one book, it means I I won't read another one. So I want to get the best value out of out of my reading, and so, um, and so yeah, I I I, I try I try to choose, and I where do I find books? Um, oftentimes I get um, kind of links from from a book to a book, right? When I, um, you know, reading begets yeah. more reading, 
You know, w- w- for example, when I read Deep Work, it mentioned uh, like an, an interesting insight um, that was like quoted to be from four disciplines of execution. So I read four disciplines mm-hmm. of execution, right? Or, or sometimes I, I read a book and I think it's very interesting. So I'll, um, I'll uh, see other books from the author. Um, Amazon often has like good, um, good suggestions, you know, based on your, um, you know, like uh, purchasing um, history or, or or the the books you're you're looking at, it, it can often point you to to in- interesting books, and then you can you can you know view it and and like uh, see what other people think, and 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 this way uh, you can filter out some interesting books. Uh, and also, uh, Amazon has I have to find it and put a link in the show notes, but Amazon has this this list that's updated um, every month where their um, editors pick uh, like a, a best book every month, I think, right? And then you have for every category, you have like a book they, they deem to be like most interesting, say nonfiction book or business book or that kind of book uh, this month. Uh, and, and there's plenty of, uh, plenty to pick there. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm very similar. So I also use recommendations, you know, bestseller lists. So, for example, on Audible, I, I've, I've, when I was starting on Audible, I was mainly looking at bestseller list of nonfiction. I was looking what people were reading, and then when I when I chose yeah. a few books, I would put them to my wish list and then go through, for example, the comments and the ratings. So, uh, comments are very useful, especially this way. I, I actually, I'm a kind of. I should be adding comments actually as a reader to Audible to contribute. Actually, I feel like I feel bad about it that I'm not doing it uh, because they are really useful. Very often, think, through the comments, you learn that, for example, uh, the book is actually seems nice, but actually is not, or the other way around. It seems it's like a few people post that it's awful, but when when there is a comment that says, "Okay, it's awful if you're that, that," but if you're this kind of guy, you will like that. And then I'm like, "Huh, I'm the other kind of guy. I'm gonna check the book out." So, <laughs> um, so they're really useful for me as well. And uh, of course, social recommendations like from you, <laughs> like when we are here discussing, oh, yeah. and also on Twitter and from other friends. Um, uh, so yeah, so. Uh, Right now, it's it's the best moment to actually read the books because you get all these recommendations, you get all these reviews and stars and and uh, and the Amazon, you know, Audible smart recommendations engine. So it's really easy to choose the kind of books that you would like. And if you have problems mm. starting, you can go to your link and my link of the books that we've read with notes. So you can get some inspiration there. But it's actually pretty pretty easy now. And um, and as you said, the like. There are very good, you know, authors who are repeating themselves. I mean, repeating <laughs> different books. Like, for example, uh, Charles Duhigg, I think I'm saying this right, uh, has just written Smarter, Faster, Better, which is a new book. And he wrote The, the, the Power of Habit, which was great. And now mm. I'm reading his, his book, Smarter, Faster, Better, and I really like it. I'm in the middle of it. So, um, yeah. So also uh, this thing, and there are a few authors like you know uh, um, Seth Godin and others who have re- uh, written several right. books, and I keep reading them. So it's 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 always a great recommendation there. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned uh, social recommendations, and yeah, we recommend a lot of books on on this on this show. Uh, but also, I think I mentioned many times, uh, I have. Um, like if you go to radix.io/books, you'll see like a list of books I've been reading recently, and like a short description or opinion and the notes I take to many of the books, 
right? And uh, you also have, have a list uh, like that, and I will put a link in the show notes. And I also found some interesting uh, books through other people's lists. Yeah. So I, I like when people share their collections. Um, for example, I, I, I know I, I got a few titles um, from from Orta, uh, a friend of the mm-hmm. show, who who once uh, posted like a, a, a long screenshot of, of his whole Audible library. Uh, I'll try to pull the link to that. Uh, but but there were interesting things there, right? And uh, and again, like once you get a few of those, uh, you'll get more and more through, uh, you know, mentions of other books or recommendations and stuff. Uh, and speaking of um, picking books. Um, you know, ratings, like star ratings, are often not very useful. Like yeah. a, a book that's, you know, four and a half stars on Amazon is is not necessarily going to be better than a book that's, you know, four or, or 3.5 or, or five. It, 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 it can often be quite meaningless and most comments are not very useful either. But sometimes there are comments which, uh, which give some nuance, like, uh, you can understand why you would like or dislike this book, and and that helps in, in choosing, or at least get some insight whether whether or not this this has a high uh, chance of actually adding to your knowledge, or is it like stuff you already know and and won't get much out of it. And and also one thing I, I would note is uh, on Audible, uh, there's like uh, there, there's separate ratings like overall uh, story and narration, right? Because yeah. on Audible like. It's an audiobook, so we have a narrator. And what I noticed is that a lot of people would rate uh, the narrators as like really bad and boring. Uh, even in, in books like I've read and were just fine. So uh, just something to, to note. I, I think a lot of people um, commenting this way on Audible, they, they might have been coming from like fiction audiobooks, which tend to be like much more interesting audio-wise. And, and maybe that, that gives them the impression of like, uh, non-fiction audiobooks which are which don't have you know characters and too much emotion generally uh that that those are boring uh but they rarely are like in my experience like i had maybe two audiobooks which, which were difficult to listen to but most of them are, are just fine and the narrators uh on audible tend to be good i mean th- this is this is you know where we get to, to this whole audiophil you know <laughs> area because uh, there are people who are just spoiled and want to have really great narrator great as you said you know great the whole thing you know for example the martian the fiction book that actually I, I i did read on audible made by uh, a friend of mine uh, the, the 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 narrator is fantastic and the whole thing is fantastically produced so it's really a great book but uh, but usually usually i don't really care about narrator i mean really, it's very hard for me to i mean to spoil me a book because narrator would be really bad yeah, it would have to be pretty bad that that, really that bad. me or you yeah. would like really get. And and yeah. even though, for example, um, so I'm, I'm you know I, I'm more forgiving because I'm not Native American. I, I'm English is not my mother tongue, so mm. uh, my um, uh, uh, my uh, you know accent is is, is Polish American <laughs> to some degree. So what happens is that, for example, I prefer to have authors read it. You know, even if the authors are not really fantastic uh, readers, just the fact, um, mm. usually, usually when the author is reading, they just convey the, the message better. You know, they just, they're just more, I don't know, into the message. Um, and the sheer fact of the author reading to you personally, I just, I just like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Okay, so I, I wanted to, to um, look back to this 
notion of, of reading too many books. And something you said before the show, uh, which is kind of related to what we talked about last week with originals, which is the book originals, uh, talking in the context of you know generating creative ideas, um, made this interesting observation that uh, quality versus quantity is is a false dichotomy, right? Because um, you know creators tend to make their best work when they make a lot of work, and I feel like this is I feel the same way with with my reading, like it's like you you can you can you can tell yourself and 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 have this excuse this rationalization that oh i, I can't listen to to that many books because then like it will spoil it like i'll forget everything like it it won't matter but my experience is that that's complete bs that does not happen right maybe at i don't know 50 100 books a year that would happen which if you if you manage that uh, which yeah, alright good luck get the life but at 30 books a year at a book every 12 days this this does not happen and it's 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 quite the contrary because when you read this many books um, like it, it 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 goes back to this this nature of of knowledge right um, when you read a lot of books you'll have books which are on vaguely the same topic um, but they show different points of view um, different ideas, different um, uh, ways of describing things from different uh, authors. You'll have contradictory books. You'll have books that complement each other and, and add the new ones, right? And, and this is where you really learn because you read one book and, and you think, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm smarter now. I, I know everything about this topic. But then you read another book and like the more you know, the more you feel like, I don't know anything, right? But, but you do know more and more because you see where the contradictions are, where the nuance is that you, you only notice because you read all of those books, right? You understand more because you have different ways of looking at the same thing and you have like more more kind of anchors in your brain to like remember different ideas and, 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 and notions, right? You can see which, which things are like pretty, pretty solid and agreed upon and which things are controversial or, or which things are, you know, maybe this was just a wacky idea of, of, of this offer, but like the rest of it is, is good because I, I see this in other places, right? And so like what I see is that the more books I read, um, like the, the more insights I get, right? Because I, I notice those connections between books and you don't get that when you read, you know, two books a year. But when you read 30 books a year, you kind of see how sometimes like really, really separate, like unrelated books feed into your, your knowledge and, and how they, they have connections and like similar ideas, which, which can help you like have an insight about some, some different thing. I, I see that more and more as I'm reading more and more. So like, I want to really stress that because, you know, so some people will seem to be like, ah, you know, like, uh, like for example, I, I I mentioned recently to to my to my father that oh I I, I read now 70, 17 books uh, this year and we're at midpoint and he was like uh, you mean listen to and I was like yeah and he's like oh well that that doesn't matter right and and that's that's like strange like I I, I see that all the time when I talk about audio audiobooks and like reading a lot on Twitter like people have all sorts of like really bizarre rationalizations oh, to. Yeah. 
to 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 prove to me and themselves that it doesn't make sense or to listen to audio or to read to or listen to this many books like there there must be some trick like it must there must be something wrong with it yeah and and that's why i keep talking about it because it's like no it really works it's really worth it and it it's it's just a matter of approach if you do audiobooks you can read a lot and when you read a lot you get smarter no, I mean no, no. Let's just let's just let's just have people believe what they want to believe. I mean, no, don't read books. You know, forget about it. You know, um, listen to our podcast. We are smart, and uh, yeah, and just just don't read. You know, don't. I mean, and you know, you're right. I mean, audio is you know, it doesn't count. You know, because it's, it's, there is you know, there is no like where's the armchair here? Where's the where's the fireplace? You know, where's the romance? You know, where's the Where's the environment, you know, that you can absorb? And, and of course, yes. when you read a book that fast, you, you, I mean, you cannot study it, you know? It's like you didn't get all the new ones, you know? And, and, and you should get all the new ones. You should analyze every dot and every sentence in this book, you know? And, and you are not doing that, Radek. So you're doing a poor job. You're just, you know, skimming through a book. And, 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 I'm a fraud. And me, I'm listening books at twice the speed. I'm I'm surely not getting anything, really. I'm just you know letting the book pass by pass pass by me, you know. Um, so so no, so yeah, we are we are mistaken. Um, we are we are collectively wrong. I mean, let them let them believe that, you know. Uh, let them have it, um, and just let's just keep listening our way. Um, I'm not going to compete with anyone, you know. Uh, I know for a fact uh, I get smarter thanks to the books, th- thanks to these books. And uh, there is a reason why I'm getting them. And it's not because I have stock in Audible or Amazon. I don't. So uh, <laughs> so I don't, you know, get any money from spending money there. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see this all the time, like exactly what, what you just said. People have this, this, this romantic idea, like a book being a ritual, right? It's, it's this thing that you like have to have ordered beautifully from your hipster bookstore in, in, um, in hardcover and like sit by the fireplace in this comfy armchair uh, in the middle of winter with a, a mug of, of, of uh, hot chocolate in your arm oh, yeah. and just skim through it, right? And, and just read it and absorb every word. Thoroughly. Thoroughly. <laughs> yeah. And that's just like... And let them have I, it, you know, let them have it. I... St- I, yeah, and I see that, right? I've done that, and it's great. But it's like, that's it. Like, you don't do that with anything else in your life, right? You can have your once a year, this is an amazing, this is the best book I'll read this year. This is going to be amazing, and I'll, I'll just bask in it, you know, by the fireplace. That's fine, do it. But again, if you want to learn a lot, you have to read a lot, and if you want to read a lot, just drop this, this nonsense notion that it has to be this beautiful ritual. It's functional, it's a it's a medium of exchange of knowledge. And I think there is another upside that we haven't mentioned is that by reading books, we still, I mean, you know, in this world now of tweets of 140 characters and, you know, short blog posts, thanks to the fact that we are actually reading the books, I think we still, you know, are, even though it's, it's listening to, even though it's listening in chunks, you know, through, you know, 12 days uh, on average, as you said, I think 
thanks to the fact we still are capable actually of getting like like of of of, of consuming a lo- large quantity of a content uh, about one topic you know and and analyze it and mm. and um, it's a good ability actually to 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 do that because if we don't then we can get this illusion uh, that we we've learned something from a tweet you know and we usually didn't mm. uh, that's why I would still encourage people to actually reading, you know, the content because there is a reason why the author actually took lots of his time to produce this and to prepare it and to just and to and to get these insights from lots of sources and put them in one coherent piece. Mm. That's actually a really good insight. This this again like connections, connections, connections. This feeds back to the the notion of deep work, which again, put the link in the show notes. We talked about it. Like we live in this world where we're just so consumed by shallow everything, shallow interruptions, like this this few second bursts of activities and and notifications and tweets and everything. And there's value in all of it, but we become unable to focus on things for long periods of time. And that's destructive if if like if you want to like do anything, if you're trying to like achieve anything, produce anything of value, you have to be able to actually focus on things for long periods of time. And people are getting worse and worse at it with with every generation. Yeah. Right. And so yeah, that's that's actually that's actually really good. So um, uh, let's let's then you know discuss some of the books that we are going to read and uh, in the future, or we have on our pipeline, or we have just read. And we might discuss in the future versions of the podcast. Uh, right. So uh, we're generally going to discuss a few more ideas from originals, but we're running out of time. Uh, but I'll just mention that um, I recently finished How to Fly a Horse, which was pretty good. And I think you're reading that also. Yeah, so I have it on my, on my we'll be probably discussing it soon. So uh, if any of the listeners like want some homework and like be with us in the discussion, uh, then definitely uh, give How to Fly a Horse a read or a listen. Yeah, I'm. I, I just I just got a, a new book by David Burkus called Under New Management. Um, I read his article on banning email, uh, and which is totally aligned with what what we do in Nosby. We don't send emails to each other. We create tasks for each other, or use Slack to communicate. So uh, I and his new his book Under New Management is about all these radical management, you know, moves or radical management ideas, which is great because. We're working on the book called No Office, which is also radical. So um, something I'm looking forward to reading and seeing which of the ideas from this book I'm going to keep and uh, think about. And I'm also in the middle of Smarter, Faster, Better, as I mentioned by Charles Duhigg. So uh, I'm looking forward to finishing this one. Yeah, I'm also uh, in the middle of um, Naked Money, uh, which is quite interesting. I don't think we'll actually discuss it because it's like uh we talk about a lot of things but i don't think that's that's one that would be like very interesting to 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 talk about but uh, it's an interesting lesson like to to kind of get a better understanding of mechanics um of of macroeconomic mechanics and and how how money actually works you know how does it happen how can it be controlled to uh, to keep a check on on an economy and and slow it down or speed it up to to keep prices constant and whatnot. Like there's there's interesting things to to talk about. Like like at all things which tend to be politicized. You know, like oh let's get back to 
the gold standard or, you know, the Fed is this and that. Uh, you know, and most people like obviously don't have no idea what, what they're talking about. And if you want to, to know what you're talking about, I, I think Naked Money, um, you know, can give you a better understanding of the topic. So Yeah, and actually on the topic of the money, uh, I think we mentioned sometime in one of the episodes about Happy Money. It was a book I read um, a, few, a few months back. Uh, Happy Money actually is a very cool book about how money can make you happy. And um, I really liked it because... Um, it's not always what we think it is. So it's not like we buy something really expensive and we'll be instantly happy. So uh, it's about you know buying experiences, all these things. Uh, so it's a it's a very short and good and good read, uh, and kind of reminds you why we are earning money and how should we spend it actually to make ourselves happier. So totally recommend it. All right, that's really good. So we're running out of time, but uh, one thing I really wanted to to do with you, Michael. Um, Half a year ago, we talked about our plans for 2016. Right. And yes, we'll put the link in the show notes uh, because we also like discussed uh, some ideas on how to actually do it right. Uh, but but anyway, we're six months in. We're at uh, year's midpoint, and I, I think it would be good to get back to the discussion and and see how we've progressed, uh, what we've accomplished, like. Uh, what we failed at um, in regards to our plans and outside of our plans um, and, and and what's coming in, in the next half year. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's again, is the idea, is this idea of quarterly retreat, retreat uh, by uh, Greg McKeown. Uh, uh, he, he, said, he said about it, I think, on, on, on podcast with Michael Hyatt. Uh, That's correct. Yeah, so um, I think it's a fantastic way to actually analyze, you know, what what you've what you've done over the last ninety days and what you want to achieve in the next one. And um, as far as I'm concerned, um, there are things I'm happy about, but there are things I'm not happy about and are actually failed at. So, um, so do you want some, you know, concrete examples here? Should I sure. some confession here? All right, so. So one of the confessions is that I'm really happy about my morning and evening ritual. I, I think I mm. nailed it and I think it's really cool. I have I have practically every day written something in my journal, which is great. Um, usually I don't write anything on the weekends. I just skip on my morning ritual on the weekends, but on the week weekdays I, I'm, I'm there and I love it. Mm. Uh, so uh, this is great. Also, my fitness and my um, weight. Uh, as you know, I've been struggling to keep my weight in check, but I, I think it's great now. It's uh, uh, it's about around 76, 77 uh, kilograms, which is which is good um, uh, on average. And I did two triathlons, so I'm I'm really in a good shape now. So um, so that's great. But um, uh, like. For example, in, on the on the business side, uh, we launched Nosby Business, and uh, we discussed it that we I want to you know double down on that, and uh, Nosby Business is taking off slower than I expected, mostly because we got some really you know big customers, and with them integration and you know implementation takes longer, and I'm not used to that. You know, I'm used to people just signing up for Nosby paying and just using it uh, and now with businesses we have to talk to them we have to integrate with them we have to uh, you know uh, like we have to do more to to actually make them use it and it's fine because you know they want to convince like also inside their companies to use Nosby so I'm not used to that and I think this process has to be you know 
improved upon and I, I would like to focus on that in the next next three months to actually you know improve this make it better um, and with that for example teach uh, not be better which we tried already with webinars and the webinars were great and uh, I feel like for me presenting to a few hundred people at once live was stressful but it was good so yeah some things were great some things not so great uh, Still lots of room to improve. And there's one thing that I'll mention later that I just want to radically improve. All right. Um, so for me, I'm really happy in general about the last half a year. It's been a pretty awesome half a year. And I have managed to accomplish and, and learn and, and, you know, see uh, more things than I thought I would. Right? <laughs> I, I, set, I set out some... Um, realistic in theory, but still ambitious goals. And like when you try to plan things and make goals, things that seem realistic always tend to uh, end up being, uh, oh, like, you know, in, in hindsight, it's like, oh, wait, there is no way to actually achieve this, right? And so far, like most things uh, I, I've planned went pretty well. So one of the goals was to... Um, kind of get in shape and I you know uh, at the beginning of the year I was at 77 kilograms uh, and I started losing weight like a, a few months earlier and I I tended to be above 80 like at 83 85 for for most of my uh, you know my adult life and and now I'm, I'm like between 70 and 71 kilograms and for the last three months, that's been stable. I achieved the goal and I've kept the goal uh, and it's under control. And for the first time, like, first of all, I've, ne I've never been 70 kilograms, uh, only when I was, you know, little. And second of all, even when I once like dipped into like sub 80 area, um, it wasn't sustainable. Uh, it some somehow happened, but it, there was just no way to sustain it. And for the first time, I feel like, okay, I, I, I now get it. I read up on the topic. I educated myself. I changed um, some of my habits in, in what I eat and how I eat and whatnot. And now it's easy. Like, I don't have to do anything. It, it just works. And that's amazing. That's that's the point, right? That it's, it, you, you don't only achieve the goal, but it's, it's not just a goal. Like, this one is a process, right? To, like, stay... At, at this 70, 71 kilogram uh, weight. And so far this is really working. So that's great. Uh, also, um, I I signed up for the gym before the just before the year started, I think. And I I wanted to to like stick to this routine to like have three workouts a week. Maybe gym, maybe running, whatever, but just like you know, stay relatively active physically. And that's been going well for some time, uh, but then I quit the gym for various reasons. I'm not sure if I told you. No, you didn't. Oh, so I quit the gym two months ago. Huh. Uh, You've been hiding this from me for two months now. You don't love me anymore. <laughs> oh, sorry, boss. Uh, and yeah, for the last month has been really bad because of all the travel. Like I've, I've literally... Like, Two days ago, I've been on a run for the first time in a month. There's been like no workouts for a month. That's really bad. Um, but still, like, uh, 
I did sign up for the gym. I did go f- on a workout three times a week for months. Uh, and I, I did already beat my running record, which is now 12 kilometers. Um, so, you know, that's that's still not not that bad. Yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't know you, you you decided not to go to a gym anymore. But uh, but now it's summer, actually. So now in the summer, you can actually do other, other things than just going to the gym. So... Yeah. So uh, I I hope that you will just pick up running because um, I'm actually going out for a run after we recorded this. So uh, I hope to get this done. Um, I think you know it's fantastic that you're keeping the weight. And you know, uh, as I said, uh, I lost my weight two years ago, and I'm still keeping it at the same level, which is fantastic. And I can't I can't imagine you know going back. To to to, <laughs> to my previous weight. So I I hope that you you know, you'll you'll, you'll uh, you know stay coherent and stay stay strong here. So it's really great. Really, I'm proud of you, man. Yeah, uh, another goal has been to um, read uh, 30 books this year, which is again uh, once every 12 days. Uh, and so far, I've read 17 books and I'm reading 18th at the moment. So I'm slightly uh, ahead of schedule, uh, which is really surprising because when I set out to do it, I actually framed the goal as 26 to 30 and the 30 was like optimistic, but probably not realistic. So it was more like 26, which is um, once every two weeks. And that turned out not to be a problem at all. Like I would not be surprised if I do over 30 uh, this year. And so that's another thing which which was a surprise that... uh, I, I, you know, last year I did 19 and in previous years I, I did, didn't even get close, like n- not even, right? Like less than 10 a year, probably, uh, probably less than five. I, I, don't, I don't even remember. I, I did not read that much because I tried to read paper, which did not work very well, right? And and now I can see that like with um, my weight, it's it's now a process. It's not a really hard thing to achieve it's now a habit that turned out to be easy with the right approach. And so I think it will be sustainable and I'll read not 30 books this year, but I'll read 30 books every year. And think of the uh, the long-term impact of, of that, right? Yeah, totally. And I think, I think, you know, and you can tell from my Audible queue and audible you know a collection that once you st- once you start reading so much you just don't stop it's just a part of you yeah that's true um i, I did fail so far at a few things so i i um i wanted to you know publish maybe four or five good blog posts this year on my blog um and so far i've published zero and i just like all, like I, I wanted to become better at, you know, my my side projects, and kind of learn to take advantage of my free Mondays better. Uh, I spent it on on that, on on a blog, on other side projects, on deliberate practice, on you know, uh, on learning like hard programming stuff, just like uh, like really uh, studying certain like interesting stuff. Um, and I did little progress on that. There was always some reason, some excuse. And similarly, I, I wanted to get better at my morning routine, uh, get better actually, you know, waking up consistently and actually, you know, using my time before work and go back, go to sleep at consistent time. 
And I also failed at that so far. So those are things I, I want to I want to try to work on uh, in, in the second half of the year. Yeah, for me, um, uh, I want to, as far as my blogging is concerned, I also want to change things, shake things up uh, the, the way it's now, it's not working uh, for me. And uh, I, I want to just do it differently. Uh, I have a few ideas and um, there is this famous quote that only a crazy person thinks that they can achieve better results doing the same thing over and over. So um, mm-hmm. I want to try something different and uh, try a different approach to, to blogging and to writing because mm, I enjoy it a lot, but I, I just want to be more deliberate and and with that, and we'll see how this goes. Um, and um, so my next three months projects uh, might might go a little bit sideways uh, because I have a small project coming in around two weeks. So my third baby girl is going mm. to be born. So two weeks. Uh, this might, you know, change a little bit dynamic here <laughs> we'll see about that but yeah but this is something new oh man <laughs> so um we'll see how how you know when she's born uh, how she is you know uh I'll, I'll be helping my wife a lot and uh, i'll be part of that so um so this will also you know have a big impact on my life which is great because we also i also wanted to, i always wanted to have uh, three kids and i'm gonna have three daughters and um the two I have already are just fantastic. So, good luck. 